Worship at Home, Sunday 21st of February 2021, the first Sunday of Lent. God for All Lent Resources, an Introduction and Service of Prayer. This week and on each Sunday of Lent, My podcasts are slightly different because I'm using Lent resources from God for All, written by Bishop Emma. This coincides with a Lent discussion group on Zoom. If you'd like to know more about that, please do contact me at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Also, there are additional resources on this Lent resource available at www.godforall.org.uk Our Bible reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 9 to 15. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Reflection for the First Sunday of Lent by Bishop Emma Ineson. Today is the first Sunday of Lent when traditionally we focus on Jesus' temptation in the wilderness as a model for our own overcoming of temptations, whatever those might be. Sometimes on the first Sunday of Lent, the lectionary reading is from Matthew or Luke, where we have a much longer account with details of the three temptations Jesus faced and how he dealt with each one. But this year it is Mark, with its short and stark description of Jesus, the wilderness, the wild beasts and the angels. Right at the start of his ministry, Jesus is driven by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. This is part of his training for ministry to come, an intense time, a time of endurance, of isolation. It's no coincidence that the word quarantine literally means 40 days. Satan's intention was to tempt Jesus away from the mission that God had given to him, to question his identity as the Son of God and to try and divert him with offers of quick and glittering success rather than the hard task of saving the world that he had been sent by God to fulfil. So this was a quarantine for Jesus, 
alone in the wilderness with the trainer from hell, literally. In the Bible, the wilderness has always been a place of encounter with God. God's people of Israel wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Elijah spent 40 days in the wilderness and had there the most profound encounter with God. We have become familiar with our own kind of testing in the wilderness experience over the past year due to the suffering and restrictions of the Covid pandemic. Although not comparable with Jesus's desert temptations, isolation has been a very real concept for many, not being able to access all the things that bring us comfort, enjoyment, consolation, life. In the biblical narrative, the wilderness was alien and inhospitable to humans, the opposite of the sort of place where you would want to settle down or stay for any length of time. When will this all end is a cry we have heard so often during the lockdown period. But this wilderness, we're told by Mark, although hostile hostile to human habitation, was home to other kinds of creatures, wild beasts. Mark says of Jesus that he was with the wild animals. Anyone who has read the children's book Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice Sendak knows that it's often tricky to tell whether the beasts are on your side or not. They are wild and untamable. They were not pets, of course, but Jesus doesn't seem to be threatened by them. Perhaps the wild beasts show us that mission in God's kingdom will never be safe or predictable. There may be a rumpus, but the wild beasts can become your friends if, like Jesus and Max, you are not afraid. Also in the wilderness, Jesus encounters angels who minister to him as they did to Elijah when he fled to the wilderness. Even in this place, devoid of comfort and all the things most necessary for human life, is not without God's provision. So I wonder what this short and sharp description of Jesus facing temptation in the wilderness might offer us in the way of comfort and direction this Lent. Lent is a wilderness season, a time when we are confronted with our own weaknesses, but also invited to spend focused time, alone and together, reflecting on who we are, deepening our walk with God, hearing his voice of affirmation, calling us into the walk of discipleship, ministry and mission he has for each of us. It is also a time when we are reflecting on and launching our refreshed God for all vision, a vision to release the whole people of God for the whole mission of God, for the transformation of Cumbria in Jesus' name. Under that overreaching vision sit four principal themes, to follow daily, speak boldly, care deeply and tread gently. What might Jesus' testing in the wilderness show us about each of these. Firstly, we might notice that it was only after this time in the wilderness that Jesus began his mission of announcing the arrival of the kingdom of God. My prayer through this whole Covid pandemic has been that out of this time of severe testing, God might bring something new and fruitful, a new sense of purpose, 
a fresh sense of vocation after the stripping away. I pray that might be true of us as the diocese, as a church of England, as a whole church of many different denominations. As we emerge from this wilderness experience, we may be tempted to head off in all sorts of different directions that may be tempting, but are not God's will for us. And so we need a clear sense of vision to know how and where God is calling us to minister for him in the weeks and months ahead. That may be true of us as individuals too. What is God bringing out of this time of trial for you in terms of a new sense of direction, calling, ministry? Perhaps a new call to follow daily in everyday life. Secondly, Jesus' time of testing in the wilderness might cause us to examine our relationship to the wild beasts, whether that's the metaphorical wild beasts that we are afraid might stand in the way of our being able to fulfil something for God, perhaps the wild beasts of fear or cynicism or apathy. How can we learn to tame our fears, to make friends with the things that scare us most so that we can be as free as Jesus was to live out his mission in the world? And how might Jesus, being with the wild beasts, cause us to think about the way we are with God's creation in the natural world? The Bible tells us he was with the beasts in the same way he was with the disciples. Perhaps God's creation is more of a partner in mission than we will ever allow ourselves to realise. As we seek to tread gently in this world this Lent, perhaps we might see the natural world as a significant part of that. And thirdly, perhaps we will find assurance that even in the most difficult times, God sent his angels to care deeply for Jesus. And he, and he does for us too. This Lent, I pray that we might each, and as mission communities and churches, become more and more aware of God's day-by-day -day provision for us the unobtrusive ministry of the angels. We are never alone. As a whole people of God, we are called to echo the care God has for each in our care and for each other, to care deeply for each other and for the communities in which he places us. Perhaps we need to ask ourselves, whose angel can I be today? And from that point of quarantine, after his testing in the wilderness, after his choosing to follow God, not the temptations of Satan, Jesus bursts back on the scene, fulfilling his mission, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, speaking boldly. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. That is what we are called to do too, to speak boldly of all that God has shown and taught us, to speak boldly about the coming of his kingdom, a kingdom of justice, peace, wholeness and flourishing for all people and the created world. Over this coming Lent, let us pray that God would open our eyes and enlarge our hearts to see the possibilities of proclaiming in the power of the Holy Spirit the good news of his kingdom.
And so let us pray during this period of Lent for all those people in quarantine, the quarantine of a pandemic, the quarantine of their place of home, the quarantine of not being able to take part in family life and community in a way that they would choose. Help us to find affirmation in your word for us, Lord, your purpose for us, that we may know your love and share the good news during this period. We bring to mind all those we know who are deeply saddened at this time and pray that they may discover moments punctuated by joy. We pray for those who are experiencing fear and anxiety. May they have moments punctuated by your peace. We pray for those who are experiencing anger and a sense of being unable to change their situation. May they discover in you moments punctuated by determination and be able to move towards justice. We pray for those who are overwhelmed by loss. May they know moments punctuated by strength that is discovered in you. And Lord, we pray for all those gone before us as we bring to mind those who we miss at this time. And we thank you, Lord, for your constancy with us now and in the future. As we pray separate, but knowing we are held together in your love, be with each of us now, in the place we are now. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ fasted 40 days in the wilderness and was tempted as we are, yet without sin. Give us grace to discipline ourselves in obedience to your Spirit, and as you know our weakness, so may we know your power to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. So as our Saviour taught us, so we pray together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Vision Refresh Prayer Living Lord, as we offer to you our common life, refresh our vision that we may know your will and seek to follow in all your ways. May we follow daily as your disciples, care deeply for one another in community, speak boldly your gospel words of love and tread gently as faithful stewards of your goodness. We ask this in the power of your holy name as creator, redeemer and sustainer of our lives today and forever. Amen. And so a blessing. We go from here with hope and confidence in the word of God to guide our ways and light our path. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home this first Sunday of Lent. If you would like to receive links to my podcasts each week and receive the supplementary Worship at Home prayer sheet by mail or email, please get in touch at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Goodbye.